Hey kings, hey queens, this is the Absolute Queen. Today is Friday, December 25th, 2020. Thanks for listening. I'm going to tell you a story, but this is actually an old memory from 2005 when I was 23. So I was having some alone time with God and I ran across a particular scripture And I'm going to share that scripture. And this was the very, very first time I actually read this scripture. I never came and encountered it um, any other place. This was my first encounter with this scripture. So I'm going to read it first. And then I'm going to tell you how I felt when I read it. So I'm just going to read it. I'm not going to tell you which one it is. So let me go there. So it says, Thus said the Lord, Do not learn the way of the Gentiles. Do not be dismayed at the signs of heaven, for the Gentiles are dismayed at them. For the customs of the people are futile. For one cuts a tree from the forest, the work of the hands of the workmen with the axe. They decorate it with silver and gold. They fasten it with nails and hammers so that it will not topple. Now, I'm going to be honest. When I first read that scripture, I instantly, instantly, in my heart, in within me, thought of the Christmas tree. I was like, Lord, are we doing something wrong? And I think at the time I read it, I had a Christmas tree in my house, you know, where I used to stay. So I instantly was convicted of that. And um, that was Jeremiah. Well, I'm going to put all of the any scriptures that I mentioned in this podcast today into the show notes. So you don't really have to worry about that. I'll have it all in there, but most of them I'll, I'll put them in there. But that was a uh, Jeremiah. Um, I just wanted to give that update just in case I forget to say that, that the um, scriptures and even some additionals would be in the show notes as usual. So that was Jeremiah 10. Um, two through four is what I read so yeah instantly I felt this conviction this deep conviction within me and I'm like I just was praying like Lord was that the Christmas tree are you referring to the modern day what we do now Christmas tree why am I why am I feeling this conviction I've never heard this scripture I've never heard anyone say anything about this holiday. Um, Don't get me wrong. I always wondered things about it. I always wondered um, what it had to do with Jesus since Christmas wasn't mentioned in the Bible. Because, hey, when I first got saved, first came, uh, came to Christ, that was the first thing I looked for. And it's not there. But you hear people in churches tell you that... it's the re he's the reason for the season and this is a celebration of his birth but nowhere in the scriptures does it mention that and so um you know and I I never questioned what they said to me I never questioned it even if I even when I didn't find it in the Bible because like I said I came to God at 21 so 21 all my life I celebrated Christian Christmas all my life even before I came to Christ I was celebrating Christmas so all my life I was the one that put up the decorations I was the one that put that big old Christmas tree on top of the table I was the one that me and my mom but majority of the time I did a lot of work I I did a lot of decorations around the house around the living rooms around our house our home where we all used to stay and around the um 
den. And then when me and my sorter twin moved in, I did all of our decorations. Got it looking the way we used to grow up with it. Because I grew up with it. I grew up with it. This was a part of me. And it's a part of a lot of us in the United States within our homes, within the, the traditions of it. But here I am, 23, wanting to get wholeheartedly towards God. I made that prayer. I think I told you guys, prayer wholeheartedly, Lord, I want to I want to know you. I want a relationship with you. I want to know who you are within my heart. I want you to change my heart. That was my prayer. And so here I am reading this scripture, feeling convicted because I have this in my house. And no one else told me about this. So this is not something like I was being influenced by somebody. But this that's neither here or there. Because sometimes, and I know for me, I've been so prideful that sometimes God needs to send somebody to you. Because you won't listen. Somebody needs to put that nugget in you. So, like I said, here I am reading this scripture feeling convicted so what did I do well I was 23 at the time so I I always was taught that you come to God as a little child um because he said that you know they he he was saying about kids being pure or something but he always said it was it's a scripture in there it's just coming to my remembrance right now and I don't think I looked at it you know in a while but he he would let the little children come to me I think that's the scripture I'm remembering let the little children don't forbid them so I always kind of try to come to Jesus like a little child so I instantly thought about how I was when I was actually a little child. When I was a little child, I asked my mom so many freaking questions. It was ridiculous. It was crazy. I think probably eventually she had to say, you know, I don't know. <laughs> but I asked her a lot of questions. So that's what I did with God. I prayed to him and I asked him to reveal the truth about this matter Lord if I'm doing something I do not want to be doing something that's against you that you hate that you have heard if I'm using that right word right but you know how I am I told you guys I don't care about if I say things words right sometimes and I sound uneducated and all of that stuff I know who I am and you guys get the point anyway so I um that's what I did. I asked God. I said, God, please show me if this, you know, show me what this is about. Is this a Christmas tree? Is this is about you? Give me the truth about this whole thing. I tried to look in the Bible about it because I was just curious and I couldn't find anything. And I couldn't find anything about some other stuff that they do in the church. So please let me know, help me, you know, reveal it, you know, reveal your truth. I think I prayed and then I left it alone. Um, I didn't really, I felt, still felt the conviction, but because I lifted it up to God in prayer. I cast that anxiety, that worry that I was feeling. I cast it up to God. I gave it up to God. And so um, that was 2005. So I had my Christmas tree up still. And then we were coming into 2006, right? And let's see. Um, so yeah, we was coming into 2006. Mm, I made that prayer, I told you guys, and then I end up getting confirmation, and I told you when I, it was from that church that I told you guys about, and I told you in the beginning, there was a lot of stuff that was being said that was true, and so that's when I asked myself, because I just remember how did I encounter the, that that uh, church? 
it was because of that I got that confirmation because I think she said something um that was like because I never shared that I never shared my prayer and what I was thinking with no one and she always said she was no they always said she was a prophetess a prophet prophetess of God and so I shared that I didn't share that with anyone and so she it was just one little quick comment nobody asked her anything that she just said and to me it, I was like mm, it's confirmation you know and then I don't know if I just was like you know what like I think the Christmas season was coming up again and I just got that confirmation and I don't think she really said anything else and I don't believe she even taught on it even that year so I think what I did was I went on I think it Google was around I don't know what I used to search because I really didn't have um a strong internet connection but I do know I went on the internet I didn't do go to the library and I um because I couldn't find you know the truth about Christmas in the bible like you know just plain so you can hear so I could understand like real plainly um but um so I went and looked it up on the internet and the stuff I saw um and by that time I was 24 was like what what (laughs) like really like all the stuff it just it kind of sickened me like in a sense like really like I didn't know these things and this is and I'm gonna I guess I'm gonna give my disclaimer um because I'm really telling this testimony and this memory of when I was 23 and 24 and 25 because this was something that God has been working on me for a really long time so my testimony for the specific topic is really for those that are believers in Christ and for those that aren't my testimony is for you to just come to him come to Jesus come to the Lord if you need someone to pray if you if you don't know how to go about it like I always say you can call on me I will be there to like pray and do whatever God tells me to lead if if it's a question that I can answer and he gave me um wisdom on it I can answer that um and if you generally in your heart want to come to the Lord you don't have to wait you don't have to go into a church as I was talking with one of my sister friends today to 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 get that you can do that now if you need somebody to lead you through it you can call on me if you don't know anyone so that's just a little disclaimer if you're not you know a believer this testimony um is a lot more for those that are believers um and my prayer is just those that aren't believers always that they will come to 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 the lord so um i just want to mention that (laughs) so um i saw that you know truth about it and i'm not going to go into detail because um when i went into looking at that stuff it just really was hard to not decipher i understood what it meant you know I understood what it meant and then um but it did uh I did find myself a little what's the word I'm looking for Lord um trying to keep track of it all like it was this this to this guy with this guy and it was just really hard to keep track of all of it and so like I just really had to just sum it up like okay this don't seem like it has anything to do with Jesus you know, this seems like it had to be grafted in and painted over and, and slapped them on there and stuff. So, um, I was, once I, uh, saw that and once again, I prayed and asked God to help me to get through it. And he did, he did help convict me. Um, cause then that's when that conviction from that scripture came back up and it was like, 
it's like now like I understand the modern day of application to that scripture and I'm going to share another scripture because I know now that people out there try to talk that this that scripture is not talking about a Christmas tree I know what it's talking about like them carving the idol and their um and maybe that's what I read somewhere no I saw some guy I might put his video somewhere in there if I can he was saying that they wouldn't rate uh he said they wouldn't waste an entire Christmas tree just to carve one little measly couple idols but maybe they carved a whole bunch I don't know um but I know that I do know that it, it was something that they, when you was looking at, when I was looking at all of the stuff on it, that they was worshiping trees and all of that stuff. So it's like, I really just had to go to God so he can help. And so that's what I did. I prayed because I was really wrestling with it. Um, and then I had opposition against it. Like, especially when I made up my mind that I wasn't going to do it anymore after some themes started to come out for me. Because I think once I prayed, God was bringing um, some scriptures to my remembrance. And I'm going to share that with you because it was only the word of God and praying um, and in a humble spirit to know the truth, to really know the truth. And if that because we're supposed to take up our cross daily. And if that means I got to give up something that I truly love, that I really, you know, uh did and enjoyed and everything for the truth um because it might be built on some lies and I know that I don't want to have any part of a lie and I don't want to perpetrate a lie um I'm already dealing with some other stuff that God has to deal with us about and with me about especially at that time so it's just like if he's bringing this up now and I know how the father is he he helps work on us little by little he works on little things and I knew that for him to bring it up this was what he wanted to work on me about next and this was a moment where I was going to either let him work on it or push it down and so I prayed about it and I um like I said I asked um some questions I think he asked me some questions I believe he asked me some questions and the questions he asked it was probably just one question it was a whole bunch of them but I think the main thing that that I'm going to share with you guys that I'm going to just share one question that he asked me um because it was to help me to get through it um I'll, I'll share that with you guys at the end but what I'm going to share now and what I'm constantly telling you guys to do is to pray about this do not consider this matter just based off your own thoughts and your own thinking in your own way give it to God pray have him show you in the scriptures I'm gonna put some scriptures up go over that meditate on it um I'm seeing some things that are a little different than it was when I encountered this question that is different than I'm seeing now like when I encountered this question I didn't see a lot of pastors and teachers talking about it and bringing it up now I see they are and some of them are kind of justifying it at first they didn't bring it up at all they didn't even address it they didn't need to but now people are their eyes are getting open and they are asking about it so now I'm seeing them come out and address it and get the Bible addresses them too. So I'm not going to go over that scripture because that's not the scripture that helped me for when I was 23, 24. That's like later on down the line as I was going years and years without celebrating it. And I was presenting it to people sometimes a little harsh. And so I asked God to forgive me for those that time. If I was harsh with you when I presented, I ask you to forgive me for, for real. Forgive me from the bottom of my heart because I didn't, that wasn't my intentions. I just want people to walk in the truth, not in religion, not in church doctrines, 
of men and the way they do things i want people to really know god to like truly truly know him with their whole heart because it's sweet when you really know him because he will talk to you he will reveal things he will he will comfort you he will be there he's your friend so like you know over the years he's been helping me and some of those scriptures I'm just going to put as like additional scriptures they're not going to be shared so let me though get into the scriptures that have helped me um that especially during that time you know 2000 and this was 2006 that helped me pretty much make a decision about the matter so saw that scripture um, I always used to meditate on James 1 19 um, my prayer has always been and it's my prayer for you guys to um, just for you to be you know quick to hear what I'm saying slow to speak and definitely slow to wrath because sometimes when we hear these things that going against what we've been used to doing over and over again and somebody's telling us something we sometimes get angry I know I am when somebody especially because I've been stubborn I've been self-righteous and to get it's it's I had to get that word and not get angry like to learn that that doesn't produce the righteousness of God me getting angry listen And then God gave me revelation. I think I shared this in another episode that the ones that were getting uh, really, really heated and like angry and they gave, they did that towards Jesus was the Pharisees. They didn't listen to him. They got really angry and they wanted to kill him. And eventually they did, but they didn't overcome. He rose and he gave us his Holy Spirit and he he sent out his his 12 disciples who sent out some people and they are just it's it's just it's it's just a uh, whether they call it a trigger effect that everybody is being affected by and believing because of first starting off with those 12 testimony who shared it with other people which eventually just comes down you know came to me now <laughs> and so I'm going to share Um, Because that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to share. And I'm going to share my testimony. So that's that's my prayer. And so. um, I don't want to run out of time. And it looks like I'm going to go into another segment. But I think. I can. Because I have this right quick. And I wrote it down. But like I said. I'm going to put the full scripture just in case I wrote this incorrectly I don't think I missed left out a word or anything so I'm gonna read this uh this is Colossians 2 18 so Colossians 2 18 beware lest anyone cheat you through philosophy and empty deceit according to traditions of men according to the basic principles of the world And not according to Christ. For in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And you are complete in him. Who is the head of all principalities and power. So I'm going to come back to that scripture probably later on when I start to ask some questions at the end. Um, but hold on to that. Hold on to that scripture. And I think I got a little bit more time. So I can go because this is just me sharing scriptures that helped me be able to come to a conclusion on the matter. And so the next one is James 4 through 10 especially if you want to follow along with me now and not wait for me to um well as you're listening to this they're already up so but it's always good if you want to follow along you can pause it and read it yourself or you can just listen to me I usually listen to the person first um And then uh, go back and read the scripture. So this was 
410 uh james 4 4 through 10 and so it says adulterers and adulteress do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with god whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of god or do you think that the scripture says in vain the spirit who dwells in us yearns yearns jealousy but he gives more grace therefore he says god resists the proud but gives grace to the humble and that was oh 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 that was sweet that helped me cuz i had to really listen to god and see that when i was hearing this um and like i said this was just me reading one scripture and getting all feeling some kind of way cuz i do believe it was the holy spirit that was revealing it and i was just like uh all these different thoughts was coming up excuses <laughs> whole bunch of stuff so but that humility though but that humility so i'm gonna continue on with that so it says therefore submit to god resist the devil and he will flee from you draw near to god and he will draw near to you cleanse your hands you sinner and purify your hearts you double-minded lament and mourn and weep let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to gloom humble yourself in the sight of the lord and he will lift you up and i wonder if i'm trying to look here and see if i have enough time i think i do i don't have to put this into the next segment um so let me try to find let me try to get to that scripture right here i want to go into proverbs 3 and 5 i just want to read that little verse right there so let's see Ooh, right to it okay but um that well three and five is what i want to highlight but i think i'm going to read um a little bit more so let me go right into it my son do not forget my law but let your heart keep my luck my commands for length of days and long life and peace they will add to you let mercy and truth forsake you bind them around your neck write them on the tablet of your heart and so find favor and high esteem in the sight of god and man trust in the lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path do not be wise in your own eyes fear the lord and depart from evil it will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones so you know that scripture definitely helped me when i was um when i was trying to figure this out on my own and so i had to go to the scripture and get guidance from the scripture and the holy spirit um to guide me about that not really listening to um I didn't get a, 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 a thing from a man telling me this and this. It was just really just the scriptures. Um, a lot of scriptures. Even that Colossians 2. Um, and getting understanding about all of the scriptures and everything like that. So I think. Oh, maybe I can get. I think I can get a one more scripture before I have to go into another segment. So this is, I'm hoping, Second uh, Corinthians 10, 4, and 5. Uh-oh, I might run out of time. Oh. 
so this is for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ got 15 seconds left so I am going to pick up after you know this uh little break and I will come back and I'm gonna read that scripture again because I want it to be read a little slower so like I said um before I probably got cut off um because the segment ended um, I'm going to read that scripture again because I want to read it slower than that. Um, 2 Corinthians 10 verses 4 through 5. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down stronghold, casting down arguments, and every high thing that exalt itself against the knowledge of God bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Okay. So the next scripture um, actually I am going to save that one because um, I think I should put another one. So, um, because we're talking about 2005 and there is some other scriptures that these other scripture helped me a little later. Um, and I still want to share that with you guys. But I want to kind of stick to the scriptures that really helped me make the decision. Um, and so let's go to John 4, 23, 24. But the hour is coming and now is when the true worshipers with worship will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. The Father is seeking such to worship him. God is spirit and those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. Okay, I needed to turn on the light because I can't see and I have glasses. And um, yeah, so I'm going to read that again just so you can get it because I kind of um, couldn't see the will <laughs> in there. So I want to make sure I um, did everything. So, but the hour is coming now and now is. When the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father is seeking such to worship him. God is spirit. And those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. So that. I shared that. Oh, and then the next one is John seventeen seventeen. And this is Jesus saying this. I think he was praying for his disciples and he, he prays for us too. So I believe this is a prayer that he probably would do for us still because he gave us his word so we can pray this. So he said, sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. That's just, mm. Now, I don't think I seen that back in 2005, but um, I know I've seen it before, but I don't believe. But the whole concept of truth, um, 
because there's a lot of themes that help me make a decision. So the concept of truth is what I wanted to stand on. But I discovered that there was a lie that was perpetrated. A truth wasn't presented to me about Christmas. A lie was perpetrated. It wasn't a misunderstanding. It was a straight lie. Because the pastor or whoever, they never got up and, you know, say where these things were coming from. They never revealed it. I had to find this out on my own, like years later after I was doing it. So that's a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. (laughs) So I couldn't, so I couldn't get around that lie. And so I just had to, okay, you want people to worship you in spirit and in truth. And I found this out. It was like, it was really hard for me to continue on when I just found out a lie. Um, and so that, that was a big one that helped a big, 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 big one that helped me. Um, so the next one, let's see, let's see on this page. So you get the truth, you, um, I got the truth. I was having these arguments and imaginations because I was fighting it and I wanted to keep to, I wanted to be able to kind of do this, but I was presented, presented with this truth now that I either had to accept or reject, but I know that scripture and that's why I, um, I stopped when once I was on the internet and I found that out and I was feeling like confused and stuff I stopped I left the internet alone and said just I did a simple prayer and then I went into the word of God and I prayed for him to reveal give me insight give me discernment on what to do and I definitely like I said I definitely say for you to do that as well to get insight get some I'm gonna put a whole bunch of scriptures down meditate on those pray to God about it um get understanding and so uh I think the one well you know what Let's go to Proverbs 14, 12, just based off of that. What I just said, I think that's the one. So we have here. There is a way that seems right to a man, but it leads to death. So that's Proverbs 14, 12. And let's read that again. There is a way that seems right to a man, but it but its end is the way of death. That's what my Bible reads. Um, but that that principle is throughout the scriptures. The, I think the Proverbs, maybe even the Psalms and other places mention that principle over and over again. That there is this way that hmm, it seems right. But it's not. It will lead you into make some mistakes. Um, so it's best for us to get our uh, guidance from the Lord. So that's why I keep telling you guys to just pray. Um, if you want me to pray with you, I will do that. Yeah, so if you want me to pray with you, I would do that. Um, Let's see here. I want to make sure that I don't. So I did that. I shared that. So I have a few more. So, um... 
trying to see which one God wants me to go and share now. Well, I can, okay. I I believe it's Romans 12, 1 through 2, based, based off of what we just read. And now that is a way that seems um, right to a man, but it, it um, its way is death. So now what way should, what, what should we do? So one through two is, I beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of God that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So, and then let's go to Second Timothy. No, not that one. Not that Timothy. We're going to go to, yes, this Second Timothy 3, uh, chapter 3, verses 16 through 17. That Timothy. So all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped, thoroughly equipped for every good work. So all scripture is given for inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. So being able to go out there and do it, every good work. Um, So I know definitely that scripture helped me uh, ever since I, um, you know, came to God with the whole heart. That definitely helped um, when I was 23. And it continues to help even during the times when I was set, you know, when I left that place and it was hard. Um, I wasn't able to read the scripture. It was really hard. I think I, I told a little bit about that. But I'll get more into that when I continue more of that story about the spiritual abuse. But I thank God for his grace and his mercy that he has restored. Um, He restored in me, you know, the love of the scripture. And he's bringing the scripture that I hid it in, hidden in my heart and just the just the um you know just the love of the scripture the love of the correction the love of the molding me into the woman he wants me to be like i'm so thankful for that so mm, where do i want to go Okay, I believe I read that already. I just didn't pull it out of the Bible. But let's, you know what? It was probably a reason why I didn't do that. Because let's go back to that very one kind of in the beginning. Something telling me to go back and, and pull it, pull my, because I put a little thumb sap so I can get to it quickly. So I won't make this too long because I'm trying to get around and get stuff. So um, let's read that again in Colossians 2. Chapters 2, and we're just going to read verse 8 this time. Beware, lest anyone cheat you through philosophy, empty deceit, according to the tradition of men, according to the basic principles of the world, 
and not according to Christ. So I'm going to check it off, even though I already read it in the beginning, but it's good to repeat that. Um, And you know what? I'm going to read this other one, too. Because I believe the little thing is probably still in there. Yep. So we're going to pull that out and we're going to read that because I think I might have just, you know, gave a little synopsis. But let's read the actual scripture. So this is James 1, um, James 1, 19. One of my favorite scriptures because it was a scripture of correction that the Lord had to really like work on me with. Um what it's talking about so it was definitely a scripture for me and I love to share it because it definitely helped me not only with this topic but everything so so then brother beloved brethren let every man be swift to hear slow to speak slow to wrath for the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God and we can check that off and I did that one for you guys. I shared that with you. Um, so let's go to, I really just have a few scriptures, so I don't even think I'm going to get close to the end of this segment. Um, just want to make sure I didn't leave anything off. So let's go to Revelations 12, 9, just so you know. Okay. Because I just got two more scriptures. And then after I ask you this question, we are going to be gone. We're going to be kind of done with this uh, episode. So Revelations 12, 9. So the great dragon was cast out the serpent of old called the devil and Satan who deceives the whole world. He was cast to the earth and his angels was cast out with him. So he was down here and I seen in other scriptures and I believe in the additional scripture um, that I'm going to put in the show notes. It was mentioning over and over again how he is the ruler of this world over and over again so i'm gonna leave that with you what 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 that's not strange because the entire world like i was thinking the entire and i thought that that the one thought that was helping me like when i stopped fighting was hmm the entire world celebrate christmas the entire world and we know the entire world i have not um they have not conformed their mind to Christ. And that's going to go into the next group. They have not given their lives to Christ. Hell, hey, even I, even I, before I came to Christ, I was celebrating Christmas. And I don't want to tell you the, some of the stuff that I did near a Christmas tree. I don't even want to tell you that. So I definitely, it, you know... I'm just going to go to the next scripture. Because, yeah. (laughs) But I just, I thank God for his grace and his mercy. I thank him for his grace and his mercy and his forgiveness and him him pulling us out of darkness and everything. Um, So I just read Revelations. Check out them other scriptures because I'm not going to be able to go through all of them. But they will definitely help you with this matter too. Do not make a decision on this matter based off of your feelings or things that is bubbling up inside you right now or anything that's coming up in your thoughts or anything that's coming up in your thoughts that you think you know about certain things in here and that and you're going to make it off of that please 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 pray to God read these scriptures ask him to give you revelation ask him to reveal what he wants you to do please so um 
I think this is probably going to be the last scripture that I share. Right? So we got 2 Timothy 4, 3 through 3 through 4. So. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers, and they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to fables. Look up the word fables. Um, and I think, yeah. And I think that's all of the scriptures um, that really helped me. You know, some of them was definitely during the time like this. Like I said, this worship in spirit and in truth was what got into me and was like, you know what? I just found out that some stuff that I believed was not told to me. So to me, that's a lie. It's a lie of omission. So to me, that's lie. I can't go off of a lie and continue to perpetrate something. I got to worship the Father in spirit and in truth. So, yeah, I'm out. And so the end of the moral of the story and the end of 2006, before we got into the next Christmas season, I took every single decoration that was in my house, especially that darn Christmas tree, and I threw it in the dumpster. I got a lot of opposition for it, but as I look back um, 15 years later, it was the best decision I've ever made. I got peace. So I hope you go over the scriptures, look at some of the scriptures. If you need me to pray with you, I will do that. Um, But I hope you take... uh, You take time to actually pray about this and actually seek God and don't make a quick judgment based off of your own understanding. Really seek God. Really seek God about it. Um, And so one thing that I also wanted to share before I close up, because I do believe that is all of the scriptures because I wasn't going into that history of Christmas, the actual history um, of it. I wasn't going to mention that. And I'm not, I'm going to, maybe I should, I'm going to put something in there if you want to check it out, or you can just look it up on Google yourself if you want to. Um, But I did find some kind of resources. So I'm, I'm going to maybe put that in there. Um, But I wanted the main thing was to be the scriptures and the word because that's what helped me Um, and prayer, definitely. So God asked me a lot of questions about that whole thing. So back then, but the one question that stood out the most and you kind of can see because it's what helped me the most is... Do you really need, this is what God, the question he asked me, do you really need Christmas to celebrate and worship our Lord? I'm rephrasing this for you guys. Um, So do you really need Christmas to celebrate and worship our Lord in spirit and in truth when it's built on a lie, when it built actually lies? Um, And then another question, really wasn't a question but the different principles they say Christmas is all about which is really the principles in the Bible so even when you get rid of Christmas it's not like you're getting rid of those principles that's in the Bible that's about love and gentleness and compassion and looking out for your fellow man and looking out for the man that's out on the street and feeding the homeless and looking out for the poor and looking out for widows and stuff um you're 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 doing that during this time but you're supposed to do that all year long because these are principles that's in the word of God so once again and that's worshiping God in spirit and truth it's a lifestyle it's every day it's not just with the worship music turning that on and just worshiping and closing your eyes yes it's a part of it 
um, it's a communion with him when you're spending time with him in his word and when you're spending time with him listening to and giving him praises and worshiping him that's a part of it and then just the way you live your life being gentle to people so if you threw away something that could possibly be displeasing to him because of what it was based in the different lies and stuff like that if you threw that away you're not out of anything at least that's the conclusion I came up with that's the conclusion and the other thing that um from over the years of doing this for you know not not celebrating for 15 years that I've noticed is that people twist the scriptures I'm just gonna be honest in all gentleness and all honesty people twist the scriptures to justify to continue to celebrate and I just I pray that you just let God show you truly 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 what that scripture actually mean and does it is it talking about Christmas I'm not even going to go to that scripture because I kind of know the scripture I really because of this um and this was before you know this was like I said years years because I haven't celebrated Christmas in 15 years and I'm kind of actually that's like wow that's a long time it went by so fast because I can remember like yesterday when I first read that Jeremiah like I said for the very first time nobody ever presented it to me when I first got that conviction um how I felt and now it's 15 years later and I don't regret it at all I thank Lord G I thank you Lord Jesus I thank him that he presented that to me and so I have over the years I've seen certain scriptures that people use pastors that they use um you know the hirelings the ones that aren't the shepherd they're just hired they don't care for the sheep this is in the word um to justify it to keep it going and then when you think about it ask yourself what motive do I have by telling you not to celebrate Christmas and what motive do they have by telling you to celebrate Christmas especially those ones that are 501c3s those ministries that are 501c3s and they get money from the government and the Jesus talked about hirelings so I'm gonna think I I think that was all (laughs) so um yeah answer that question um I I'm gonna pray for you if you want me to pray with you I definitely will um for my family and friends out there if you you know I I pray that you take you know take heed and listen to some of the things that I'm well not some all of the things that I'm saying and that you pray to God that he show you um and make a decision on the matter like a, a, after you know after it's all said and done make a decision on this matter and after you know reviewing the scriptures like I said do not go to Google do not go to Google like really like look through the scriptures about it um I honestly but I know you need to probably see that but when like I said when I looked at the true history the truth and the true history of of uh, Christmas um it really like kind of, it didn't confuse me but it was just like wow it was too much stuff to keep up with so don't get too caught up on that because that's the truth it's in the cyclopedia they don't hide it so that is actually the truth so then once you accept that this is that's the actual history of it now let's go to the word because that's you know that's what I did so I hope that's what you do um so um the last thing I think God put on me to say is that we have our foundation on Christ he's our rock and Christmas is based on a lie so if we have our well we I know we don't have our foundation on Christmas but we 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 perpetrate this lie about it um and so we can't have our foundation on that we can't we can't be mixing lies and truths it's just the truth we have to abide in Jesus and his truth all the way 
So, and we have to abide in him being, you know, on him as our foundation, our rock. So we can, um, we can stand. So let's see. Um, honestly, I think that is pretty much it. Um, with the things that I wanted to share, I definitely want to tell you guys to, to pray, continue to pray, reach out to me. Um, if you need prayer, if you decide that, yeah, well, I don't know what I'm talking about and whatever, um, you don't need to contact me about that. You make your decision. I'm not going to judge you. Um, I'm just probably going to pray for you. And that would be all. I don't really need you to contact with me to let me know what decision you're going to make. You have a nice day. Be blessed.